time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's time for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. He's a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro and the surrounding areas. An office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find Glenn online by going to greensbororetirement.com. And on today's podcast, we're talking about what we like to call the financial dashboard. And I tend to drive older cars, Glenn. I'm, I'm just not a new car guy. I'm always buying used cars. Or, you know, my my dad recently unloaded his 250,000-mile truck to me that lasted a couple of months. And then he... <laughs> He, he was then able to unload the uh, 210,000-mile Tahoe to me, so I'm enjoying driving that right now. So I've become very accustomed with you know, driving some of these vehicles that have a lot of miles on them to the dashboard alerts that you constantly get on them. Um, my wife also has a lemon of a car that just, you know, it passes inspection finally after lots of fixes, and then, you know, a month later, the service engine light comes right back on. So we just, you know, this is just everyday life now. But constantly saying things like leaking oil or low tire pressure, all these little warnings and indicators that pop up. And it got me thinking of, you know, it is kind of nice having those things, even though I get annoyed by them because it means more money is going to come out of my pocket to fix them. I'd like to at least have the warnings, the indicators that something's going wrong and that the problem needs to be addressed. And how cool would it be if we had that for our financial life as well? So we're going to play a little game today where we call the financial dashboard, where I'm going to give you the uh, the alert and you tell us how we need to know that is happening. What are some of the indicators that we can look out for in the financial world to know that a problem needs to be addressed? I don't think we're actually going to have a digital interface so that people can you know, have light up in no, front of their that eyes. That would be nice, though, wouldn't it? That'd be really easy. But you can at least keep your eye out for some of these things. So one indicator is if you're kind of like looking introspectively at your financial self, your knowledge about the financial world, and you kind of conclude that you have no idea what it costs to fund your lifestyle, you don't have a great budget in mind, that's an indicator that there's a problem. But what's it telling us? Uh, what problem do we have, Glenn? Well, you know, Walter, that kind of we, we've talked about this in previous podcasts a bit. But, you know, it's really getting on the same page as, you know, if you're a married couple with your spouse, we almost always have a situation where one person is the detail person. The other person is the one who looks at the big picture. And most oftentimes, the person who is dealing with the details knows these numbers and they know them very, very well. And then, and then, and then sometimes they can be worried and they can be bothersome. And so they'll, they'll have the conversation. Well, you know, well, maybe we shouldn't do that or maybe we should wait on this or that. And the other person's like, well, why? Let's just go do it. And, and you know, et cetera. Well, that's kind of an indication when you're kind of missing each other and you're not understanding exactly what's the pause or the reason for concern you know, from the other. That should be one of those kind of those red lights that comes on and says, hey, wait a minute. Now, there's something going on here. You know, what's what's you know, what is it? And, you know, and, and how and how can I understand, you know, this our communication a little bit better? And actually what ends up happening is, is that you say, oh, well, OK, I get it. And so maybe maybe we should get together more often and, and have these conversations and really make sure that uh, that we understand and we're on the same page. Yeah, it's, that's a really good indicator that you need to do something. If you don't know what your lifestyle is costing you, everything else is going to hinge on that. So you've got to make sure that you answer that question appropriately. Another indicator that you've got a financial or a retirement problem on your retirement dashboard is you're focused on attaining a certain net worth or 
account balance. It's all about how big you can grow that one number. Why is that a, a bad goal to have? Well, it's not necessarily a bad goal to have, Walter, particularly if, you know, it depends on what stage of life you're in, right? I mean, if you're in the accumulation phase, that makes perfect sense. I mean, you're trying to grow and, you know, an account and have, have a certain value there, you know, by the time you retire. But ultimately, as you're approaching retirement, and you're moving into retirement, and maybe you're already retired, it's not necessarily what the value of the account is so much as is how much income is that going to be able to create for you, and how long is it going to be able to last? And also, you know, when you have to start looking at it, you know, well, what type of an account is it? You know, is it pre-tax dollars or is it post-tax dollars? Is it a Roth IRA? Is it a traditional IRA? Because when you start looking at the, you know, the value of the account and how much is in the account, if you're able to create a particular amount of income, that's really what that money has been saved for in most cases. And, you know, if you have to start thinking about, well, part of this has got to go out of Uncle Sam in this account and part of it, you know, um, you know, doesn't or, you know, maybe I get to keep all of it, you know, with, with, with this other account. And so then you start looking at, well, how can we how can we manage all of our different resources in such a way that it's it's more important to understand how we make it last and how we manage that versus having a particular number that, hey, I've got this much in this account or I have this much in assets. It's always about, you know, well, how much are you really going you know, to get to keep and utilize and how much income is going to be there and is it going to last you for through all, all the time that you're going to need it? It's one of those tricky things because it makes it a lot easier if we can just focus on one number. But unfortunately, it gets a little bit more complex than that. We, we, we've got to make sure that we're covering more than just that one base. There's other concerns and considerations uh, to keep Keep in mind here. As we're talking about the retirement dashboard, Glenn, I think this would probably be a pretty good indicator that there's something wrong. And that's that your mental image of retirement, you're kind of just, whether it be from a very particular financial standpoint, or even just sort of what your life is going to look like in retirement. If your mental image of that is based on what your parents had, that should raise a little red flag. That should be one of those little orange alerts that says, "Whoa, whoa, something a coolant problem is uh, is happening here with your with your retirement plan." Why, why can't we kind of base that image off of what our parents went through? Well, the thing about that, Walter, is is we live in a different time, don't we? I mean, there's there's a couple of major things that, that come to mind, and number one is is that um, most of the time when you think back to your, your parents, they had pension. They knew that, that that money was coming in, and it was a regular it was a regular you know flow of income, you know, month after month. And and some folks you know still have that, which if you do, that's wonderful. But it's not as prevalent as it as it once was, and you know, and, and a lot of times maybe the pensions are a little bit smaller than what they used to be, and then you you've got to supplement that with your other accounts, and so you know, as you're as you're having to manage your retirement income, that's something that's significantly different than what um, than what you know the, a lot of, a lot of times happened with you with the previous generations because it's like they knew okay that's gonna, that check is going to be deposited into that account, I know that it's going to be there, and there really wasn't a whole lot of planning to it. You know, all of that kind of, you know, has already been taken care of. But in today's world, that just doesn't that just doesn't work that way. You know, you've got you've got a whole lot more to, you know, to think about and deal with. 
Um, you know, also taxes. I mean, taxes today are much more complicated than they used to be back then. And if you've got different um, streams of income or different sources of income or assets, you know, if you've got a, um, a brokerage account that's, um, you know, that's post-tax, that's going to be treated differently than your retirement account or your or or your Social Security benefit. So then you start to think about, well, golly, now there's now there's a whole lot more to think about is how are we going to manage this income stream and how are we going to keep more money in our pocket and pay less in taxes. And it's key to, to really make sure that you're that you're taking advantage of of the strategies that are that are available to you and not just thinking, oh, well, golly, you know, all these accounts are kind of the same. I'll just I'll take some from here and I'll take some from there. It, you know, you really have to have some strategy behind it. The other major thing that comes to mind, Walter, is, is in, in terms of life expectancy. You know, every time you, you know, you take a look at those charts that you know, say how long people live, you know, every few years they come out and you know, it seems like folks are living longer and longer. And so it's, it's, it's a probably you know, a good way to think about it that you're going to be living longer than your parents did in, in all likelihood. And so that means that you know, your money's got to last longer. And if you don't have that guaranteed income stream from a pension, well, then that means you, should, you have to you know, manage it a bit more like we were just talking about. And so you really have to think, okay, my my retirement and that life that my parents had is just a is a is a different retirement life than than what I'm going to have, and you really got to you know take all things into account and plan for it. Absolutely, Glenn. I think that's a really good uh, barometer to have as you're evaluating your retirement plan. Make sure that you're you know picturing retirement the right way. It's kind of that perfect practice makes perfect analogy I used on last week's show. If you're kind of using the wrong mental image to plan for, well, even if you're doing planning, uh, you might be planning incorrectly. So make sure you're using the right tools, uh, the right mental images uh, about your financial plan. It'll keep you on the right path. Another indicator, another little uh, dashboard light that might come on in your retirement plan would be if you notice that you always get worked up about current events. Every single time there's some big big shaky thing happening in the world landscape, you're getting worked up because of financial reasons. Oh my gosh, how is this going to affect me financially? Uh, that's a really good sign of what, Glenn, an unstable plan? Well, yeah, Walter. I mean, uh, we, we've talked about that uh, you know, in, in past shows, but you want to make sure that your, that your portfolio or your you know, retirement plan, your, your income planning is, is not you know, really super dependent upon, you know, what, what the current events are, right? I mean, everybody's interested in what happens to their account values, but if you have your plan structured properly, and what I mean by that is, is that you've got your assets organized in such a way that, you know, if, if, if you have a portion of your assets that are exposed to a lot of market volatility, well, those should, that should be your longer term dollars. And so they should be way out in the future, probably, you know, five to 10 years or, or longer away before you're going to be thinking about and really needing those those dollars. And if that's the case, the ups and downs and the and the daily, you know, things that happen in the markets, you know, really shouldn't bother you that much. And if it is bothering you that much and you're and you're it's like, oh my gosh, my account went here and my, my account went there and I've got to, you know, I've got to do this and I'm worried about that. Well, then there's probably something, uh, you know, uh, not quite right with that plan because, you know, it, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be organized that way. You should you should have the ability to just, hey, you know, I can relax. I, my, my, my plan is built to anticipate, you know, that that type of volatility. And, you know, it's, it's built to last. And you know, no matter what goes on in the markets, you should be OK and you should be able to rest, you know, easily and, and, and you know, sleep well at night. And if not, 
well, maybe it's time for a second opinion and to and to reevaluate how your plan is organized. Absolutely. Very, very true. And let's just take the time to highlight one more item here, Glenn, as we talk about the re- retirement dashboard, those alerts that uh, should kind of mentally be popping up in front of our eyes saying, hey, something's wrong with our you know road to retirement here. And that would be that you kind of think nursing home expenses are just going to take care of themselves. And just kind of whatever I have in the bank, it's going to end up paying for nursing home should I need it. I'm not really worried about it. You're kind of constantly putting it in the rearview mirror to kind of continue to use our car analogies here. Um, sure. it, that's a problem. That's a problem. There's no doubt about it, Walter. And and that's that's one of the hardest nuts to crack when you're in retirement because, you know, first of all, most people don't like to think about the idea of, you know, of, of going into a nursing home or, or living there. And, you know, they want to think in terms of, well, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to stay in my home and all of those types of things. But we know that the statistics are what they are, and you know it's you know there's a good chance that um, you know that at least one person in a married couple, and even if you're, I mean this it's it's kind of a 50-50 or better depending upon you know what age you've attained. The older you know you live, then the more likely it is that you're going to need some sort of you know form of long-term care. And, you know, you, you want to think in terms of, well, how are you going to pay for that? You know, do you have any kind of insurance policies that are going to pay for that? Or do you have certain accounts that you have designated for that? And, and how, you know, how is that going to work out in terms of, in terms of, you know, are you, are you trying to protect some assets to be able to pass on to, you know, to kids and grandkids? And, you know, if you don't have certain protections in place, then like you, like you say, I mean, those, those assets are going to erode very, very rapidly because, you know, everybody's heard the, you know, the stories and most people have at least you know some experience either with a family member or a close friend where you know they say my gosh you know it's i mean it's thousands and thousands of dollars every month you know to to live in a nursing home and it doesn't take that long for you know to for you to just go through you know a whole lot of assets and you know and oftentimes folks just you know they end up they they started with a they started with a lot in retirement and they ended up you know with with very little if any you know left in the end and and that's that's always a shame because there are steps you can take to protect and you know and preserve Absolutely. I think uh, we've got to make sure that all these things are on our minds. And that's why we don't have that digital dashboard that's going to alert us to things going wrong with our financial plan. And so I would imagine, Glenn, that people kind of rely on you to be their their dashboard for their retirement plan to alert them when things are going wrong. How do you let clients know when you're meeting with them, hey, there's a little something wrong here that we need to address? How do you serve as sort of that dashboard for their retirement? Well, I mean, that's when we get, you know, when we get together on, you know, on our, on our meetings and reviews, you know, we always kind of check in. It's like, you know, well, you know, what's, what's going on? Is there anything new that I need to know about? You know, um, typically, Walter, you know, I mean, if we've, if we've done a good job planning, then we're not too worried about, you know, because we've, we've built, we've built the plan to last. Then we know that, um, that we're going to tap into particular resources at, at different times along the way. But, you know, I mean, sometimes things do change. And, and the, and the key thing is, is communication like anything else. Right. And, and so, you know, that you, you want to make sure that when you're getting together with your advisor, you know, I know with, with my clients, I, I have a requirement. We have to get, we have to get together at least once a year. And some folks want to get together more often than that. And sometimes it, you know, if something comes up, you know, I certainly want to get together a little bit more often than that from time to time. Um, if if there's a if there's any kind of an event, you know, that 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 happens in life that it's like, oh my gosh, there's there's a change here. We need to we need to have a conversation. Well, I always encourage folks, you know, I'm just a phone call away. You know, we we need to get together and, and talk. And if there's any question about it, you know, don't let that question go unanswered. Let's let's get together and talk. And and if we need to make adjustments, then we make adjustments. 
But uh, the, really the key, Walter, is, is communication and knowing that you've got that relationship with your advisor and that, um, that, that, you're, that you're on the same page and that, that, you've, that you've got a team in place you know, to, to help you through, you know, through your retirement years. Well, again, if you'd like to schedule a time to meet with Glenn Mosseller and have a conversation about your financial plan, your retirement plan for the first time, or if it's uh, you know, the case where you've been a client of Glenn's for a long time but maybe you haven't been coming in for your reviews of your financial and retirement plans and, and you've kind of just let it be on autopilot and haven't been following up and you'd like to come back in for uh, a review and another consultation with Glenn, you can certainly do that. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 336-291-3535. Again, that's 336-291-3535. You can also go online to greensbororetirement.com and schedule a meeting right there from your smartphone or from your computer. Just look at the bottom where it says free consultation. Uh, Just go to greensbororetirement.com to do that. This has been another edition of the Retirement Roadmap podcast. Today's topic, the retirement dashboard. Make sure that you know the right indicators that something's off with your financial plan. Thanks for joining us and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next podcast.